You're listening to the home of cool, irreverent, and entertaining talk right here on L.A. Talk Radio. You're listening to The Art of Love with your host, Lucia, right here on L.A. Talk Radio. Welcome to The Art of Love. My name is Lucia. I'm your host and a dating and relationship expert. And I'm here to entertain, educate, and enlighten you about love, dating, relationships, take your calls, answer your emails, and speak to authors of books which I find interesting. And today, I promise you, is going to be a very, very interesting show. I have two guests. Later on in the hour, I'll be speaking to YouTube star Sky John. Say hello. Hola, mi gente. It's your boy Sky John here today. That's right. He's here live. It's going to be exciting. And before that, we're all going to find out how to make someone fall in love in 90 minutes or less. Do you think that's possible? Sky, what do you think? No. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, that's what most people think, but we are going to find out from Nicholas Boothman, who wrote the book called How to Make Someone Fall in Love with You in 90 Minutes or Less, and his website is nicholasboothman.com. So welcome to the show. Hey, thank you very much. (laughs) Nicholas Boothman spent over 35 years studying the way people connect and communicate face-to-face. He has taught his revolutionary technique of rapport by design to thousands of corporations, colleges, and universities around the world, including Queens, Harvard, and London business schools. A licensed master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming, NLP, Nicholas is the author of four best-selling books. So, tell us, how did you come to write this book? Well, you know, it's... Uh, um I um, I wrote my after I wrote my first book, How to Make People uh, Like You in 90 Seconds or Less. I started to get uh, a lot of people coming up to me and asking me to do a relationship book. Not not the least of, of, of reasons because a of the way I fell in love and the fact that well, as of right now, I have been uh, crazy out of my mind happily married for 40 years wow. this year. So um, you know, I, and, and I've also been married before and it didn't work. So. You know, I looked around and and, um, and did what I did from all of my other books, which is basically, it's, this is not what I think of how things are done. I, um, I go and find people who've done it. So to write this love book, How to Make Someone Fall in Love With You, we looked at uh, just over 2,400 people um, who'd been together for more than 20 years and were actively crazy about each other still. And, uh, and then we looked at about 300 people who consistently mess up in relationships, and we looked at, to find if there are actually common threads, and there are common threads. So basically, uh, well, obviously, obviously, this is not about how to make everybody fall in love with you in 90 minutes or less. It's about how to make someone, and it's how, so basically, in a way, the book is about how to find the right person, because obviously you're not going to spend the rest of your... Because it is a book about, about staying with one person. Um, so, uh, you know, it's, it's how to find that right person and to how to do it incredibly quickly. In fact, much faster than 90 minutes. Wow. Okay. So, well, what's your definition of love? 
before we get started? Uh, well, it, well, I can. Well, my definition of love. Look, I love chocolate, uh, and that will be a def- different definition. But a definition of, of a great couple um, are two people who consistently bring out the best in each other. For one, and the second thing, which may seem small, but is actually gigantic when it comes to to great couples, it's two people who can be silly together for a long time. And that really is a huge part of it. I mean, it sounds it sounds silly, but you know, great couples can be silly together every day, and that's very important. I totally agree. So you said that we don't fall in love with other people. So can you explain that a bit? No, well, in the book, I mean, I talk about, uh, we, we, look, we, we found out quite a few things uh, when, we, you know, when, we, when we did all this research. Uh, the first thing we found out is that um, we, we, uh, falling in love and staying in love are completely separate events. So look, you know, when Sky said he, you know, he doesn't fall, can't fall in love in 90 minutes, I bet you he's fallen in love many times in less than 90 minutes. Yeah. We all have. We fall in love. We look at someone and think, oh, my gosh, I still love that person. But, you know. Yeah, but, you know, it, it helps in a relationship that is mutual, okay? <laughs> because you know they're going to fall in love with you too. But but the point is, falling in love and staying in love are completely separate events. If you can get the staying in love part right uh, before the falling in love part happens, you've got a chance that it will last for a long time. The second thing we found out was that we don't actually fall in love with other people. We fall in love with the feelings we get when we're with that person. That's what we become addicted to, those crazy, wild feelings that we get when we're with somebody. Um, And the third thing we found out, which was actually quite interesting, um, is that it turns out, if you look at at all these couples, great couples are what I call matched opposites. Um, They're not like attracts like, and and they're not opposites attract. They're they're a blend of the two things. Uh, Rather like your hands. Your hands are, are, are matched opposites. They're identical, but they're completely opposites. And so you can break down what a great couple is. In fact, they're matched in their values and their motivations and their opposite and their personality traits. And it's quite easy to trace. So what we found, which was really exciting, was if you look deeply into this, it turns out that every single person we spoke to um, had what we call one key feeling. Uh, and there only happened to be four key feelings. But, but when you know your own key feeling, in other words, one feeling in you, which when it's validated, you feel great with somebody. And when you can find out that feeling, you can tell within seconds mm. of being with somebody if they make you feel that way. If they don't make you feel that way, it has no future. And so, just for starters, you can rule out about 75% of the people that you date, go out with, look at, go gaga over. You can rule out within seconds, because you, you, when, when you know you're, you're feeling, you, you'll know immediately if they make you feel that way. If they don't, it will never work. Right. Now, a lot of guys, they approach women starting with a compliment, you know, such as, oh, you're so beautiful. Excuse me, I had to tell you you're so beautiful. Now. Does that work? Do you suggest that? Well, look, everybody listening to this show knows that doesn't work. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I get questions like that all the time, you know. I mean, but of course not, because, it, you know, it's, 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 it's really, it really is like two hands meshing. When, when, you, when, you, when you find, look, there is, no, there is no getting away from the fact if you want to find the right person to fall in love with, you have to actually get up get off your backside, go out, and start, and start connecting with people. I mean, there, there's no two ways around that. One of the reasons that, for example, that the, the divorce rate in North America is now at about 53%, and, and, um, and it's quite a lot lower in, in Europe. I do a lot of work in Europe. It's quite a lot. It's because that 
that Europeans socialize infinitely more than most North Americans. Most North, if, you, if you ask most North Americans, and look, I consider myself a North American because I've lived here for 36 years now, but you know, if you ask them, how many new people did you meet um, uh, last month? Uh, they might say, well, none, or maybe one. I don't mean at work. If you ask most Europeans, the people I know in Europe socialize, some of them socialize twice a day. They'll go out for coffee with somebody new, bring someone along, meet so They meet so many people. So if, you, if you're only pulling from, from, from a, a very, very small market in North America, you're not, you're not even meeting enough people to find the right person to fall in love with. So first of all, you have to, you have to devote some time to getting out and meeting. And I don't mean meeting people in a bar, because the, the kind of person that goes to a bar is the, it's just like you, someone going to a bar to find someone to fall in love with. Well, it's not going to work. That's totally, that's, that's 500 left hands clapping or right hands clapping. It's, you, you're never going to find uh, it. Look, there are people listening, sure, they'll say we met in a bar, but, but you know what, normally it doesn't work that way. Well, that's very interesting because Sky is actually also a bartender, so I'm sure he has something to say about this. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, I like what you're saying, but I, I think most guys, when we go out initially, we're looking for sex and then love later. Well, yeah, well, they're two separate things, okay. Look, this, this book is not, my book is, How to Make Someone Fall in Love, it's not about, you know, having a quick shag around the back of the bar. It's not about that. It's not a book about that. Although it will work for that, if, absolutely. So but you if you're looking for someone... Uh-huh. To, to spend the rest of your life. You, look, as, as long as the person meets your criteria visually on what, what you could put up with and what you couldn't put up with, look, if you don't like hairy legs and hairy armpits as a guy, you know, then, then those, some of those things are your deal breakers. If a woman doesn't like a guy who picks his nose and snores, those are deal breakers too. But as long as the person meets your criteria, then you're actually falling in love with a personality because you're going to—it's a personality that you're going to be married with, uh, married to for a long time. And you know, honestly, in my case, um, uh, my wife is still, without a, a shadow of a doubt, the most exciting person I've ever known in my life. She still is. We—it's we have a really exciting uh, time. Uh, we also have some really terrible times, but we have a really exciting time uh, because you, because I'm married to a personality. And so going to a bar and chatting up people with, with corny lines, they're, they're not really even very good icebreakers. Uh-huh. So what you're saying is, you, but you could use the principles of your book to get laid if one wanted to. Well, <laughs> look, if you want to get laid, there are probably better books. If you, <laughs> Great answer. <laughs> you know, if you, if you, if you, you know, and if you want to kind of find the kind of person that, that, that you know, that, that, that's out there to get laid, well, you don't even need a book. Yeah, Just put a right. sign on yourself, okay? But, you know, if, if you want to find, if you're ready, finally, to find one person to validate you and, 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 and be your partner and companion and, 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 and lover and everything for the, for, for the foreseeable future, then this is the book for you. If, you. if you've had enough of the other stuff and you're ready for somebody for a real serious relationship, then, then, then this is it. Is your book more popular with girls than guys? I haven't got the faintest idea, but I'll tell you something uh, uh, that... When I do uh, the emails I get, I get more uh, in-depth questions from bruised and confused men than I do from bruised and confused women. 
because my book, I, my, the voice I use in my book is very friendly. Everyone reads it and thinks I'm their, their new best friend, and I think that's great because I've, I, I, after, after all these years of writing, I've managed to find a voice which is just like a friend in the book, and I tell lots of stories. I don't tell people what to do. I tell them stories about people who have done things. So people do tend to open up to me in emails, and it's usually just super sensitive. Listen, look, there are, I, you know what? I, I suspect there are more bruised, confused, and super sensitive men out there than there are women, or at least as many. Putting on masks, you know, putting on masks. To, to, because, you know, it's, it's, it's like business, because I make my living with business books. But you know what? It, it, the bottom line is, when it comes to business, that we live in a world where millions and millions of introverts are forced to masquerade as extroverts to make a living. And it doesn't always come easy. So it's the same with dating. Millions, uh, you know what, dating's not that far removed from business. Most business deals are, are like going on dates. Awesome. But... But, 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 you know, it, we, we, are, we are, even in the dating world, we're forced, we, we face with a lot of men and women who are forced to masquerade as extroverts to try and find somebody. And they're not really that way. I, I love how uh, Sky is, you know, you must as well just get your own radio show. <laughs> I think you're going to have one after this. You're a natural. So, um, okay, so to get to the heart of the book, you said that it's possible to fall in love in 90 minutes or less because it's about emotional progression. So can you explain that? Yeah, well, the emotional progression is, is, is you know, is attraction, is, 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 is connecting with someone, is talking to somebody. And, and when, you, when you find, look, it's, it must have happened to everybody listening, that from time to time you meet somebody and you could just spend hours talking to them and you look at them and before your eyes they morph actually physically morph into something beautiful and that's the right person hopefully of course it is mutual because they're going to feel the same way about you and so uh, the emotional progression you can you can speed it up but you, but you have to begin uh, you have to begin by going out and meeting people and then i use all the techniques about how do you how do you get rapport very quickly synchronizing body language synchronizing voice tone all the things that that we can just accelerate, that once you've read, and they're all natural. I mean, children do this. We're born with everything it takes to do this. So well, there are ways to accelerate that. There are ways to accelerate uh, creating chemistry. Um, we, uh, there are, for example, when you and I spoke before we went on the air, we found common ground, mm -hmm. uh, Lucia, you and I, we found common ground in three areas in about 30 seconds. Each one of those areas we could have spent all night talking about, I'm sure. Yes. And so it, there are ways to accelerate finding common ground with somebody because once you've found common ground or me too moments, there's trust in that because all relationships are based on trust. And then there are ways, very easy ways of, of accelerating uh, intimacy. And, 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 uh, and, and I'm not talking about physical intimacy. Physical intimacy, this book doesn't touch on, on that stuff. This book talks about, uh, on creating emotional intimacy. And you create emotional intimacy very easily in, in, with, with something called uh, mutual self-disclosure, where, again, this is exactly what you and I did before we came on there. I tell you a little bit, I, I say a little something about myself that, that, um, it, it, that I may not share with everybody, and you share it back with me, something similar. Then, so we have low risk, medium risk, and high risk mutual self-disclosure. I'm sorry if it sounds complicated. I show how to do it in the book really, really easily. Right. But basically, we, we share stuff with each other we might not share with other people, and there are different levels of doing it. And with that, you can create emotional intimacy 
in in minutes. Look, Oprah does it all the time. Oprah goes on TV and says, you know, oh my gosh, I've got a problem with, I don't know, my weight or my whatever. And 15 million people at home say, oh my gosh, me too. She's just created emotional intimacy. Well, it's just taking that kind of thing a little bit further and accelerating it a bit more. Now, I found with me, like the guys in my life who have fallen in love with me, they were guys that I wasn't even trying to get them to fall in love with me. What do you think was happening there? Well, well, uh, I mean, well, I, actually, more to the point is, were you falling in love with them? No. Well, forget about it. Then, you know, I'm, I mean, I'll answer your question if you like. But, yes. But, you know, I, I don't know what good it is. Look, well, you're, I'm, just, I'm just curious. <laughs> it's like, why? Is okay, well, okay. I'm, let me guess. Let me guess. I wish I was in the studio. Wow. I'm guessing that you are, first of all, I'm guessing you give feedback. You're probably nodding right now or smiling and giving feedback to what's being said on the show. Right. A lot of people don't do that. So if you're giving somebody feedback, physical and emotional, uh, physical and spoken feedback, uh, people will like that. I'm, I'm supposing, I'm guessing your heart physically. Uh, I'm guessing you have what I call all your super, your five human superpowers work. Uh, this is something I talk about to corporate audiences, uh, but to any audience. We were born with five superpowers. If you're if your five superpowers are working on the day as they were on the day you were born, you will have everything you want in your life. And those superpowers are, number one, enthusiasm, number two, curiosity, number three, the ability to process feedback, which you do, uh, number four, empathy, the ability to see the world through the eyes and ears and senses of other people, and number five, imagination. Um, in many people, those, one or two or more of those superpowers have gone to sleep. I'm guessing that your superpowers are all working. Now, I'm answering your question a little more deeply than, than, than maybe is necessary, uh, but that's probably what you're giving off. You are alert on all those levels. You probably look great. You're giving good feedback. You probably are, ask great questions. <laughs> and who knows, maybe you're symmetrical as well. And if you're symmetrical, that's also very appealing. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Were you very good with girls prior to getting married? No, I was dreadful. I, 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 no, of course not. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to write this book. I was a disaster. Well, prior to getting married, wait a sec, wait a sec. I was the guy who always went home alone. I sort of put it in the book. Until I was about 15 or 16, I kept on trying. Look, I was six foot four. I had red hair. My ears stuck out. And, and, and I, was, I was goofy as hell. Turns out, in the end, I married, um, uh, well, my wife right now used to, well, you're probably all a bit too young for this, but model, model for Yves Saint Laurent and Pierre Balmain in Paris, flew her own plane, was not danced with the Royal Ballet in England, is just basically gorgeous and still is. Oh, I, I hit the jackpot, absolutely hit the jackpot. But I did it by figuring out a lot of this stuff um, as I went along. Because you kind of sound like a pickup artist a little bit, like, you know. No. No, I, I wish I was. I wish I was. I, no, no, I could never pick anyone up because they would fall over laughing, but take one look at me and fall over laughing. No, I'm just not the kind. No, I am so not the kind. I'm a big sissy. He's a good guy, right? He's a good guy, yeah, right? But he has the fundamentals if he wanted to be bad. Right. But, I mean, the fundamentals are the fundamentals like, no matter what. Like, he's a trained bike robber, but he doesn't do it. Well, no, you know, I, I, I just, it's just not me, you know, and I suspect most guys deep down are like that, except for the sort of flakes who, who have, abs you know what, there are a lot of guys out there who do not have, do not have a very good self-awareness, they, they cannot process feedback, they have no idea how ridiculous they sound and look when they go off and do this stuff, and how great it might be when they're drunk or when the person they're picking up is drunk. But when they sober up in the morning, that person can't wait to sprint away from them as fast <laughs> as possible. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so speaking of pickup artists, so okay, let's say you want to approach a stranger. You talk about verifiables. So what is that? Well, verifiables are, are the basics of of, uh, of, uh, of hypnotherapy. Um, uh, but, 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 but and I'll, I'll come. Remind me, and I'll come back to that. I'm, I'm just going to approach it in context. Basically, when it's, uh, we call it pickup, I mean, when, when connecting with strangers, the, there are two. There are two. First of all, there are two fundamentals. We have what we call closed fields and open fields. A closed field is an encounter uh, or a situation where, you, where people are actually supposed to talk to each other. I guess in a speed dating situation, even in a bar, um, uh, in a networking event, these are called closed fields where the expectation is you will go up to someone and talk to them. And, you know, in my books, I, I get some really easy ways about how to do that, how to approach people to get them talking and to keep them talking. Then we have open fields, which I think is what you're talking about. An open field is maybe the supermarket or on a beach somewhere. You want to go and talk to a complete stranger. Um, and when you do that, there are, there, are, there, are, there are simple ways of doing that. I think in the book I talk about, you know, it, it's quite easy in the supermarket for a guy, you know, if he's in the fruit and vegetable section, to pick up a pineapple and, and look at the beautiful woman he's interested in and say, how can you tell if these things are ripe or not? Okay. In other words, you've just started a conversation uh, like that. But but as far as verifiables go, and the the, in, uh, the example I gave in 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 how to make someone fall in love with you, um, in hypnotherapy, uh, they will talk to you about uh, verifiables. Verifiables means you talk about two things which which you you know. Um, to be true. For example, I might say, you know, look, I'm standing here in the supermarket and I'm holding a pineapple. You know, you can't refute that if that's what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm standing in the supermarket and I'm I'm holding this pineapple. So they're going yes and yes unconsciously, uh, you know, and I want to ask you a question. You know, yes. So not, those are verifiables. You're basically getting people, to say, someone in their head to say yes before you start talking about something else. Okay. Then they they can't say no if you if you've got them saying yes. Is that the idea? Well, well no, it's it's not that. It's, uh, you've you've already got somebody uh, saying yes. Um, I have a I have a on my website I have something called a boost. Boosts are are a little. Uh, you can sign up for a boost. They're completely free. They've always been free, and 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 uh, I have about fifty thousand people get them, but. About twice a month, I send these things out. You can read them in less than 90 seconds, and uh, there are tips on on everything from 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 you know from business to your personal life to to your dating life and your love life. Uh, uh, but but I have on there. I think I think it's called Seven Steps to. To, to picking up a perfect stranger in a bookstore, as an example. I actually can't remember it right now. I could go to my computer and, and bring it up. Because, you know, I, I don't, even though I write these things, I don't, right. I don't have, I always have them at my fingertips. But, but it's, it's a great piece, and, it got a, it, and it's perfectly true. So how do you walk up to a complete stranger in a bookstore and start chatting with them? But, but heaven forbid, you know, it, it, again, at the back of your mind, it has to be, I'm doing this because I want a long-term relationship. I'm not saying go do this so that you can run them around the back of the, you know, the, of the stacks of books and, and you know, <laughs> and have your way with them. That's, that's not really what I'm talking about. It'd be awesome, though. It'd be awesome. It'd be an awesome book. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, so they can go to your website, nicholasboothman.com, and find out yeah. about how to pick someone at a bookstore. So we're almost done. Sky, did you have a, any questions? No, 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 no. Very oh, educational. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you'll be, you'll be running to get his book. <laughs> well, it's been wonderful having you on. Again, the title is How to Make Someone Fall in Love with You in 90 Minutes or Less. Nicholas Boothman, and thank you so much for being on.
Thank you, both of you, Lucia and Sky. Great to meet you. You too, man. You, you too. too. Take care. Bye. 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 Now I know how to find true love. <laughs> Whenever you're ready for it, which I don't think you're ready for it. No, not yet. Not yet. So, yes. Yeah, so, so I've already partially introduced Sky. Um, he interviewed me three times, so I figured it was time for me to interview him because uh-huh. he's a um, famous YouTube star. Famous is a strong word. Okay, how about infamous? Okay, infamous that might is a be much better. better word. Yeah. Infamous is a much better word. <laughs> you YouTube, YouTube is not a big fan of mine. Uh-oh. Why is that? Because of my content. I know. Yeah. I was looking through it and I went, oh my God. Yeah. But, but you've got three channels? Well, yes. <laughs> Technically. Technically. Yes. <laughs> you got the bartender channel, which we're not going to talk about. Yes, yes. And then the other two, which you're going to talk about. So, born and raised in the Bahamas, the infamous Sky John is an actor, bartender. Gee, not too many of those in L.A. And, as I said, a YouTube star. Uh, one of his channels, YouTube.com slash SkyJohn, and that's S-K-Y-Y, John. J-O-H-N, yes. That's right. Has almost 155,000 subscribers and over 69 million video views. Yes. Damn. So, we first met back in the day. Yes. <laughs> when you interviewed me for the first time in 2008. When you were a cougar. Well, I still am. Oh, you, I thought you stopped. Who said that? I just joking. Who's, who's just, spreading that nasty joking. rumor? I'm just joking. <laughs> so our first video, which was about cougars, and he busted my chops over them. Um, it, it, I looked today. It has over 741,000 views. So I believe that's the top cougar video on, on YouTube. It will be online, yes. And, you know, I didn't know you at that time, obviously. I didn't know what to expect. So we meet at this outdoor restaurant, and it was closed. I mean, it was basically closed. There was no one there. Uh-huh. But it was my friend's. And I didn't know we were going to be talking into your computer as the camera. Yeah, yeah, because I, I had a laptop at that time. This was way back. Yeah. And it's like, I just met you. And the next thing I know, next thing you know, I'm almost on top of you because we have to sit so close, close to, each other, to yes. fit onto the screen. I was like, damn, how am I supposed to do an interview with this guy? Can, I can't even see him. I have to like look at the screen. And then the guy was sweeping next to us. <laughs> <laughs> so you hear a guy sweeping behind us and moving yes. furniture around during the interview. And I kept getting distracted. But, you know, but that's YouTube. YouTube's a very fluid environment. You know, you have to be prepared for anything. Right. Yeah, that was really interesting. So you just came back from Thailand. Thailand, Laos, Vietnam, Cambodia, yes. Yes. And, you know, you should try to get a job with either the Travel Channel or the Food Channel uh-huh. because your videos were fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, it, it, I'm not a, I'm not the, the museum. Well, wait, let me, let me rephrase that. It, I do go to museums and stuff like that, right? But yeah. my trips are centered more around apartheid right right as opposed to you know the historical sites and all the stuff that countries tend to stick yes. at you right so i chase the parties and so that's why well there's nothing wrong with that we want to uh, see parties yeah i mean um when i was looking looking at your uh, food videos i was like you know what i gotta order some thai food <laughs> <laughs> did you did you see the video i ma- made of me drinking snake blood and and vodka in uh, Vietnam. I don't know if I got there, but I saw the one of you eating the scorpion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Scorpion. Ew. That's that's a little treat on Kosan Road in Thailand because they know tourists will want to try it, so they cook scorpions and they. But like, it, was it black? Yeah, it's a black scorpion that's really crunchy, like a really crunchy, you know. Yeah. It's like a potato chip. <laughs> well, but also you ate the whole thing in one bite. I mean, you didn't even. Yeah, I no, I chewed it a little bit. I chewed it a little bit, but I was that that had me sick for a few days. But Not sick as in throwing up. Yeah. Sick as in like you feel it in your chest it's, and your it throat. It didn't move. It stayed there. Yeah. Like you could feel it. So it's like about three or four days before I went down. Wow. So let me give you a sample of uh, 
one of Sky's videos. It might be a little racy, so. Got it right before and afterwards. Uh, yeah, right. So that's the sample. So actually, let's talk about that. What do you think about this Manti Teo? I think that he is a idiot, a complete <laughs> idiot. How dumb could you be? Well, actually, let, let me rephrase that. Okay. See, okay, here's the problem with internet dating. If you don't utilize Skype and you don't see the person, you begin to fill in the blanks in your mind as to what they look like. Yeah. Because, for instance, if you and I are talking over email, I have a chance to think before I write, okay? Mm -hmm. And as I write, I'm everything's thought out, and so I build this image of myself. You're very eloquent, right? And you do too. And so we in love with these imaginary people. And then when we finally meet, you realize, okay, this is not the case. In his case, he was actually using the telephone, but the I mean, apparently their room is not at. He might have been talking to three different people pretending to be his girlfriend. Wow. Because they were saying that it might have been the guy pretending to be a girl, but. The aromas that it might have been like three girls tricking him. So, I mean, you kind of really have to be an idiot. And I know he's, I'm not bashing Mormons, but I know he's this Mormon guy. They don't believe in having sex and they stay away from the girls and they like to take the time. Right. That comes at a price, homeboy, because yeah. you're not there in the real world living life and you can get duped. And now you've been duped in front of the whole world. Yeah, I believe in taking your time, but that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, how could you fall in love with someone that you've never met, that you've never seen? In 90 minutes or less. <laughs> <laughs> he, has, he has one or two pictures of this girl, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, that's why I always say, hey, if you meet someone on the Internet, you need to go to the phone right away, and then after that you need to make a date and meet them. Yes. I say Skype right away so you can see what you're working with. Well, but if they're in the same city, you can just meet them. Yeah, but I mean, they might be like, well, I can't see each other next week. Well, I don't want to talk to you for a whole week. And they'll fall in love with you over that week and then see you and, you know, <laughs> let's look at each other right now. Let me That's see a good idea. Because in that video, this this is a true story. Yeah. In the, like, you know, like about 10 years ago, it's like 8, 10 years ago, somewhere around there, before the iPhone. Because, you know, like now the phone cameras, every phone has it. But you remember everyone had a cell phone, but only certain ones had cameras. Right. Okay. So we all had these online profiles. And when, there weren't necessarily um, pictures on them because... You had to have a digital camera, and a lot of us still at that time were using film, right. and you had to take it in to get uh -huh. processed. And Back, this, yeah. yeah, this is only like 10 years ago at right. the most. It's not even that long. And so at the time, you know, like everyone getting into an online dating, you know. So I decided to try it, you know, this girl. And I pull up at her house, and she did not tell me that she was an albino uh. when I walked up. Okay, nothing, nothing wrong with being albino, okay. But I'm just saying. You have to tell the person because I'm standing on a porch and I'm looking at her and I'm going, you know, my mouth is open and I'm staring because you didn't tell me. This is a shock. Oh, no. You know, because I was expecting to see, I mean, she had, she, you know, she had like, she had like, you know, like you could tell what ethnicity a person is, black voice. You could tell this girl. like Usually. She, yeah. She from the hood and she like, you know, what's up, dog? Blah, blah, you know, I'm like, okay, cool, cool. All right. <laughs> this girl might be a little bit too rough for me. Mm. And then I walk up and there's. Like an albino stand, and nothing wrong with that, but you got to warn me or something. 
And that's the thing. If you don't meet the person beforehand, you know, because we were talking for like a couple of weeks on and off because we oh. couldn't set up a date. And I want, and she she left out that huge fact. That's a, that's a major omission, okay? So she didn't have her picture on the profile. No, because the way it was, if you remember, like unless you had a digital camera, still which, I mean, this it happened so fast because like digital cameras, like if you go back like six years ago, only a handful of people, like people were still using like film. Right. So you had to take a photo, get it scanned and upload it to your profile. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. And most of us didn't have like scanners. Right. You know? And then all of a sudden, digital cameras now everywhere. You know, but so I, I didn't see her and she didn't see me until we actually met. Oh, no. So what'd you do? Turn around and leave? No, I didn't turn around and leave. I was polite and nice and talked and stuff, but I still wanted the heads up on that, you know? So yeah. I don't walk in blindly. You have to tell her, dude. Yeah, no, I can't believe that people talk to each other that they met online and they're talking and talking on the phone for months. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, no. See, not, not in today, because today you have Skype. God gave us Skype. Thank okay? God. For us to use. Thank God. Thanks, Skype. And you could you, you could use that. We have FaceTime, so I use Skype. Yeah, I everything. Use, use all three. Yeah. I chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you can to see this person and talk to them. As then soon as possible. Right. Good. Okay, so Lion, let's talk about some of the stuff you have on your video, some of the topics you cover. So you say that ugly girls are C blockers. Yes. What is that all about? Well, if you walk, okay, if, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Let's think of an A-list celebrity, name one. Brad Pitt. Okay, Brad Pitt. If Brad Pitt was suddenly to be involved with a hideous looking woman, <clears throat> believe it or not, that would change the way a lot of women look at him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. so, I'm, so I'm telling you, the, the, the way the person you date looks has a lot to do with you picking up someone as hot the second time around. Because if you date someone that is absolutely, I mean, it sounds really shallow. It is, but it's true. Someone that's absolutely hideous, you know what I mean? Like a real sea biscuit, like a real horse, okay? <laughs> and you parade her around town and, you know, or him around. Well, guys are a little bit different for us. But, like, you parade her around town, this is my girl, blah, 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 okay, whatever. And, you know, you all break up and then you go back up to, you know, that cute girl, a group of girls. Yeah. They remember that horse that you were dating, and, right. and uh, that's 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 gonna work against you. That's right. Your stock has gone down. Right, which is which is why a lot of celebrity, a lot of actors, I should say, uh oh, hide their true, <laughs> their, like like what they really like. Because okay, I have a friend. Uh huh. He isn't famous, but he does a lot of TV shows and stuff like that. Okay, so you know his face if you saw him. When he's on the red carpet, gorgeous girl. Oh. Gorgeous. When he isn't on the red oh. carpet, when the lights out, he's got a cougar. No, well, no, no, not a, no, but Cougar's gorgeous too. So no, so we're not even talking about this. It's not, not an age thing, because go, you know, gorgeous people of all ages. Yeah. He likes these like 350 oh pound girls God. with massive breasts. You better tell me who it is later. Okay, with these massive breasts, <laughs> and that's all he dates. So like he'll flirt with cute girls at the club or like a regular party. Yeah. But once that's done, you're on the phone calling. Okay, I gotta call this girl over. Wow. You gotta see this. And then he'll show me the picture, and I'll be like, are you serious? You know what I mean? What, I mean, what is she eating? <laughs> you know? Because this girl's big. So how is he ever going to get married? I don't know. It's not only the size of him. He just likes, like, really, really large breasts, okay? Because he's, like, this, but really large. Yeah. And he likes them real. So for the breasts to be that size. You have to be huge Yeah, you got to have a massive body. So that's his thing. Wow. Okay. I want to know who this person is. So, uh, yeah, talking about losing stock if you date someone not so attractive, 
also like what's happening with me or like with women in general if you dated us and then we see your next girlfriend and she's not as attractive as us especially like like we're a seven let's say there are two we get pissed it's like how <laughs> dare you <laughs> what if you don't do it though but still it's like how dare you be with me and then be with someone like that i mean it's like ooh, i was with you and you're able to go with someone like that do you know yeah, what i mean it's yeah. like an insult to me yeah because i really would like <laughs> to hurt your feelings so i always try to go better than 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 the last one especially if i know i can run into her somewhere or the same at least yeah yeah so i always try let me ask you a question though okay you see that you remember j-lo and 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 ben casper Affleck. oh ben, uh-huh. okay, yeah. okay yeah i know casper that's one of your j-lo is the, the cool friendly one. ghost okay yeah. <laughs> so you had j-lo and ben affleck yes. and now he's with jennifer garner right she's with casper right. And now he's like this huge, <laughs> this, this huge A-list director yeah. slash actor. Right. And her career has fallen off considerably. Mm. What do you mean? Uh, she, well, <laughs> she's a new movie out this weekend. It might do well. Which is absolute garbage. Parker. I, I, I haven't seen it, so. You I see know. who in that? Of course, I don't know. Uh, what's his name? Um, Jason, Jason Statham? Statham. Okay. Has he ever been in a good movie? I don't even know who that is. He, well, <laughs> <laughs> he does action, okay? He does action I movies. don't watch action. He does action movies. <clears throat> he was he was good in like... um. Snatch and stuff like that with Guy Ritchie. Okay, you gotta you gotta watch those. But right. his stuff on his own. I, I mean, I watch him Transporter, Expendables, but he ain't no Ben Affleck in terms of the A list. Right. Uh, you know, he's a B actor, famous but B. Still my boy. I okay. love you, Jason. If you listen to B, this, B-list. probably is. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> but okay, so she used to be with Ben Affleck. Right. Now she's, you don't think at the Golden Globe she was a little upset? No. What? You think she was a little jealous? But that, first of all, that was one husband ago and two kids ago, and you think she's over it by now? Ah, uh, yeah, because she's sitting next to Casper looking at, I'm supporting this dude. <laughs> My last dude is an A-list director. But here's the thing. If she wanted to be with an A-list guy, she could have gotten one, but she wanted to be with the young guy. I don't necessarily know that's true. I mean, it depends, though. Come on, she's J-Lo. She can pretty much have yeah, anyone. Yeah, but she's J-Lo, and she's synonymous with drama, just like Halle Berry. These chicks crazy. A lot of A-list dudes be like, listen here, okay, this girl can kill my career. We can mess around on the side, but we can't do it in public. What do you mean drama? She's not been associated with drama. No one's yeah. beating anybody up over her. No, no one's been beaten up over her. <laughs> By the way, I see I see that dude that got beat up all the time at the bar. What, really? Yeah. He's but he, he doesn't look like a model anymore. He doesn't? No, because like he out of shape. <gasps> His face like kind of like still It's puffy from the fight? Not puffy, but it just look like it permanent. You know, like if you get beat bad enough as a boxer, oh. your face never straightens up. And then that's what it looks like with him. Oh, no. But he does not look like this A-list this model. This yeah. model. No. He look like a regular Joe. I, w- I want to come and see. Yeah. It looked like a regular <laughs> Joe. Because I, I looked at him and I was like, I know this dude. But did, who the hell is he? Did he walk out and not pay his bill? And then I realized, wait a minute, this is Harley, Boy's, Harley Berry's ex-boyfriend. You know? So, you know, he's, he's whatever. Wow. Okay, so what what do men, another topic from one of your videos on YouTube.com slash SkyJohn, uh-huh. uh, what do men really think of fake breasts? Men work with them. Like, I've been dating a girl uh, that really, really wants them. She keeps asking me, and I said no. And then my ex-girlfriend, she was asking me, and I said no. And then after we broke up, she got them. Um, fake breasts are interesting because a lot of times, though, one of the things you notice is that the nipples no longer work. Okay? So I get a new car, okay? I get this brand new car, but the doors don't open. You see, that that's a kind of a huge problem. Uh oh. You know, you can't be climbing into the window the whole time, you know, and the windows don't go down. What happens when it rains? You see, so I'm, I'm just saying 
I think you have to be happy with the body that you have. It, uh-huh. I'm, it's cool if, to me if a woman has had breast cancer mm. and, you know, she wants, you know, fake breasts yeah. kind of. Because I, I have a friend like that. I interviewed her, actually. She's Jill um, on my show. And she talked because she got cancer at 25. Wow. You know, and so she has fake breasts, replace them and all that. And that's fine. But if you have a perfectly beautiful body, you know, because the two girls I'm talking about, they're real lean, model-esque looking. You know, real nice breasts, but like smaller. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you these girls look like models. Right. You do not need fake breasts to distort that because if you get a bad job, you mm. know, I mean, there's so much at stake. So I don't think you should do it unless you have a really, really good reason to do it. Yeah. You know? I mean, most guys kind of cool with it. Me, I like everything to be real. I like real nails. I like real hair. I like real breasts. I don't like anything artificial. Like... I get in trouble for this, but I would not date a black chick with weave. Wow. Like, I asked them to take it out. That don't always go over well, you know, but I try, okay? Because I used to date a girl who used to do hair, okay? Uh-huh. And, like, back in the Bahamas, in my, she used to do hair for the whole neighborhood, okay? So, on a given day, I'm sitting there, and I'm watching 10 girls do their hair. And, like, as she puts in, because they either glue it in or they sew it in, mm. and as they change the weave out, like, they rip out the girl's real hair, yeah. you know? And so I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be part of this. I'm not doing fake hair anymore. And boy, they gave me. Because I say this to them, you know. And ever since then, I haven't really done it. I've done it periodically until I... I only date girls I think I could convince to take it out. Wow. Why don't they just do a clip on? Yeah, but I still don't like any aspect of fake hair. Because I don't think you need it, you know. If you're like an actress and you have to put on a weave for a right. particular role. But right. then it ain't necessary, man. Now, now you're from the Bahamas. So uh-huh. do you know Rihanna? <laughs> No, she's from Barbados. Wrong country. Oh, Bar- <laughs> wrong country. Okay, they both start with B and they're in the... Uh... Yeah, no, I do not know Rihanna. And she's crazy, by the way. Yeah, what's what's with this uh, going back to uh, Chris Brown thing? Because she likes him. She's just a stupid, stupid girl. And not only Chris Brown, because all the guys that she date yeah. all have a history of some kind of domestic violence. Because like Matt Camp, the baseball player she's oh, messed with, yeah. I think he got into it with one of his girlfriends at one point. Oh. You know, she liked the bad boy. Right. That's a thing. Well, she's young. It ain't a young thing. That's just her thing. She's one of those girls that, when when I say like the bad boy, some girls like the a-hole, you know? But she likes extreme a-holes that probably kill her. Wow. She, you know, she's the kind of girl that gets off on, on that. You can, t- you can see that about her. So she's definitely not girlfriend material. Would I date her? She's Rihanna. Yes, I would totally date her, you know, try to get a little fame bump, you know? Try to get some more views on YouTube. <laughs> okay, but it ain't no love thing, and you keep her at a distance. But... Chris Brown is the dude she likes, mm-hmm. okay? And obviously, you know, that wasn't the first time he beat her. I mean, oh, I, have, oh, of course not. I have no proof that. But guys don't just beat you that bad the first time. No. The first time is a push. Right. Then a slap. Then a punch. And then it, it you know, it, 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 it you know, it, it gets more and more intense as time passes. Yeah. So that was, that was what y'all saw was, you know, combination of months of beatings. And, and it's not going to be <sighs> the last time he hits her. He will hit her again. Yeah, unfortunately. Okay, now what about your video about hurry up and put out? That was directed at a girl. One <laughs> of the things I don't... Okay, here's the thing you got to understand. When I rant... Uh-huh. It's real. Yeah. Wow. It might seem like, oh, oh my it's, God, he's just sitting there yeah, being he's funny. just talking. My rants, unlike Ooh. a lot of dudes on YouTube, 100% real. Wow. So that was directed at one of the girls I mentioned who wanted implants, who now has them. Okay? That was directed at her. And what it is is... She wanted to make me wait an extended period of time so our love could be true. And I'm like, wait a minute now. I know some of your history. 
and one or two of the other guys, you ain't make them wait, okay? Why are you being biased against me, you know? What's this? 1960s? <laughs> this some kind of segregation you got going on here? I want my fair share to buy, okay? And so I did that video, and then I forwarded to her, and then she called me an a-hole, but then uh she slept with me. So it worked out. So yeah, all okay. my videos are definitely directed at specific people at specific moments in time. So you said you didn't understand why women, if they like you, they won't sleep with you. Yeah, I understand it because you want us to wait and see. But okay, but see, Lucia, we we playing for two different teams. You playing for the 49ers, I'm playing for the Ravens. And I'm gonna win. Your job is to make me wait. <laughs> wait. My job, job is, is to try to get there as quickly <laughs> as possible. Right. Okay. And if I throw my best stuff at you, and I realize that I, you know, it took me X amount of time, there comes a certain degree of respect with that. And so I will treat you differently from the girl that make me wait five minutes because right. you two are very different. Right. Now, there's some girls who go with the mentality, well, I don't need to do that because that's just playful or childish or whatever. No, it's not. It's, it, listen, make the dude wait or try to. Okay? We play for different teams. Just remember that. Right. Now, you work at a bar. Well, I'm on the schedule. I hardly work because I'm more of a YouTuber now. Okay, Ooh. so I go in there periodically, but yes, just I do. Just to get work. material for YouTube. I, yeah, I go in there periodically, <laughs> yes. So I'm sure you've seen a lot of things, fights breaking out over women. Yes. You know, what's the bar scene like these days? Um, Still the same way. You know, people come in, get drunk. I can tell you one of the beauties of being a bartender. Because, okay, how the Sky John thing came about is me talk, arguing with the girls, because I bartended primarily with girls. We would argue relationships all night, mm. and I kind of took it to YouTube. But... The thing, the thing um, with being a bartender, one of the beauties is that people come in and they share the world with you that they would not share with a best friend. Mm -hmm. Because you have a dude who sit down and have a drink and then tell you, you know, the wife's cheating or I'm cheating on the wife. You know, and, and, and he would not necessarily tell his best friend that because they have a different kind of relationship. Right. The best friend that kind of looks up to him, they have, you know? Uh-huh. It's, it's just weird that you have that. You have girls talking about how, you know, the boy she's dating with now doesn't want to sleep with her. Mm. And she's tried everything, like this lingerie and this and that, and it just wouldn't work. You know, it's just... And you start giving them advice? I try to when it, when it comes up, but then I'm typically pro-guy a lot of times. And so, I, I don't know. Like, uh -huh. if your boyfriend isn't sleeping with you, it mm. doesn't necessarily mean that he doesn't like you. Well, come on. No, but what I mean... It means he's cheating is what it means. No, not necessarily, though, because <laughs> cause for us it's different. Like, as, as a guy, especially as you get older, you know, it's... We have to work a lot harder, okay? Because we have to rise to the occasion. Right. And that could always... That could, I mean, there are a lot of factors that can affect that. Stress, this, that. And so he had one bad experience when it didn't work out. And so that, oh. you know... Puts him in a situation where he don't want to go down that road again and be embarrassed a second time. And he might not necessarily want to go to a doctor and get the necessary pills to help him in this situation. Uh -huh. And them pills are expensive, trust me. Because oh, I need you know? to do an episode. Yeah. Because someone, <laughs> okay, that's one of the things that bartenders do. People give you drugs and pills and wow. stuff. Wow. And this dude came in and gave me a giant Levitro pill. Because they have different grades depending on uh, on how your age and oh, okay. okay. How badly you need it. So this dude's a Vietnam vet, 70 years old. So he gave me one. And dude, that was some potent stuff. You know? So, I mean... Did it last four hours? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I got I to gotta do an episode on, on sex drugs. I just have to figure out how to do it. 
because I've 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 been given Viagra, I've been given Levitra, and I wanted to do an episode on it, so I I bought Cialis. Uh huh. Those pills are so so costly. Like how much? Like five Cialis pills, $135. What? Um, Levitra. <laughs> I think they might give you like 10 pills and somewhere like around 250. Oh my God. So you can't just get one. Well, you could buy, with, with the Levitra, they could still sell you just one. Uh-huh. It's weird. Like you could go and buy one pill because it's that kind of drug. Right. But it is not cheap. That's why you see so many of these ads because they make so much money off the sex drugs. I mean, it's huge. Wow. And so when you get those, okay, because I, I wanted to try to do a comparison between the three. When you get these, I mean like, I'm not taking it unless I'm sure, okay? Because you can't, because you know, like a lot of times you meet a girl, and just because she had sex with you last time, don't necessarily right. mean she can sleep right. with you this time. Right. So do you really want to waste this pill? I mean, do I really want to take this pill and go over to Jenny's house when I know Jenny is 100% committed to this cause? You know? <laughs> so, you know, do I want to waste this expensive pill on her? Right. And, you know, so you, you have to, and then it takes a while to kick in. I think Cialis is 30 minutes, the beach is an hour. I think Viagra is like an hour. So take it and then drive over there, and then you'll be ready. But will she be ready? That's the thing. Well, if you're 100%. Yeah, but see, sometimes you go in the door and a fight starts, you know, and, you know, she's like, well, get out. And then you're like, well, baby, I can't leave. This is, if I walk on that door, it's expensive, okay? I got to stay. So you got to be on your best behavior after you take these pills. It changed the game. Ah, well, Sky, it's been wonderful having you on. I should have had you on years ago. <laughs> Anytime, anytime, I, just I think call. you're a natural. You should have your own show. <laughs> one I'm, day, one I'm day. I'm not kidding. But I know you're busy with YouTube, with the videos. We want to see you rather than just hear you. <laughs> one day. So, okay, so then your main YouTube channel is? is Skyjohn. YouTube.com slash Skyjohn. That's the base. You could go in there. You know, I played around with YouTube.com slash Skyjohn too. Stickins, because YouTube threatened to leave my main channel, obviously, because of my content. And I also have a bartending channel, Tipsy Bartender. YouTube.com slash Tipsy Bartender. You know, so you could check me out. Yeah, he's Good everywhere. Good stuff. Yeah, just Google Sky John exactly. and follow the link. And yeah, yeah, follow the 20 pages that follow. <laughs> and then I'd also like to thank my guest, Nicholas Boothman, whose book, of course, How to Make Someone Fall in Love with You in 90 Minutes or Less. And his website is nicholasboothman.com. So until next time, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens. <laughs> You're listening to The Art of Love with your host, Lucia, right here on L.A. Talk Radio.